0: And we're here this week with the K&M podcast. Ken Brown from WJR Radio. Mike O'Hare at DetroitLions.com as we talk Lions football. Mike. <laughs> oh, my. oh, Mike, it's just so touching. It. Hold on one second. I got it. All right. All right. I've composed myself. Mike, we're talking Lions football today and it's an emotional day. I'm, I'm, I thought Sunday was the emotional I'm channeling day. my Dan Campbell, you know. And I'm sorry I don't feel for Dan Campbell like that because, like I said, we put up with 20 years of this mess, so you want to talk about crying. (laughs) Come on, man. But uh, very emotional day for Mr. Campbell off the last second 1917 loss.
1: Yeah, it really was. And, you know, I thought you saw whatever you see of Dan Campbell, whether it's at the podium on a Wednesday, whether it's on a Zoom interview on a Monday like it was yesterday, or a post game on a Sunday win. Well, I can't say win, lose, or tie because all they've done is there's lose in his first five games. But what you see is the real Dan Campbell. It's all real. There's no nobody briefing him on what to say and how to look and how to wear his hat and all that. It, it's, it's Dan Campbell, and I think that's I think that's a good thing. Now, some things you have to keep under control, and 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 I don't think he's crossed the line in any any way at all at any point in his tenure as head coach of the Detroit lions don't agree with everything he said, but, but I understand it all, but, but that's the real guy. And I think that's, you know, what you, when he came here, uh, uh, you know, from, from new Orleans became the head coach of the lions. Kenny, I think you heard people talk about him around the league and this is what you get. And I think he's really, one of the reasons he's highly regarded is because he's genuine.
0: Well, there comes a point, and we'll know when that point comes, but I was trying to think back of the last emotionally fragile, not fragile, but emotionally, I guess you could say, wrought coach that the Detroit team had. And when it got to the point where he had to be removed, and Mike, you're going to remember it's Vitale. This, no, let's go back beyond him. Vitale was one. Okay, Vitale, yeah, Vitale. I was thinking Herb Brown, but we're, we're in the same very uh, same. Yeah, Herb Brown a little bit. Yeah, Herb Brown a little, a little bit. They had to carry him, and Vitale, they had to – drag him off the sidelines from time to time. So yeah, yeah, those were the two I
1: was thinking, but yeah. I thought, I thought Dick in particular, I, and i thought about that too. Not just And look, I was good friends with Dick, so I'm not, you know, I knew him knew him really, really well, covered him a lot, and, and stayed in touch with him, but but yeah, I, I'd say it was Dick by a long shot. Yeah. It really was.
0: Well, we haven't got to that point yet, so that's the good point. No, you know, in football,
1: you, know, you don't get an awful lot of it in football, but the one thing about it is it's, it's well, now it's 17 games, but for all those years that it was 16 games, each game means so much that there's just a, there's a release point in there somewhere, and and I've I've often likened it to of the pressure cooker, you know that little knob you turn on top of the pot and tsh, all the all right. the pressure goes out. That's sort of what I think you might have seen with right. with Dan Campbell on Sunday, right. but Monday he was fine. Yeah,
0: well, well, if you face the fact when you're on fire, your your postseason aspirations are gone.
1: No, but you wanna you but you I'm, wanna win every game. No, you're no, but I'm just saying you I get mean, to that yeah. point
0: nine, oh and five where you're just trying to fight to stay above water or get to a water level. You're not worrying about, you know, trying to win a division or anything. You're you're the li- no, but you're, you're, a, try- you're the worst team in the league. Or one of the two worst teams in the league right now. You're trying to just get better. So I think that relieves a lot of pressure right there.
1: I disagree with it. I think it builds I think you reach a point in losing where losing begets losing and and, look, we went through this with the 2008 Detroit Lions, and when that 0-12 turned into 0-13 and 0-14 and the possibility of being 0-16 became the inevitability, it was, it was grim in that locker room day after day after well, day. Well, so uh, but there was a difference. I don't agree with that.
0: There was a difference with that team. They came off a 7-9 season where they started hot and then slowed down at the end. So, coming into that season, they won the four preseason games. There were expectations. As, of course, after that, the the pressure built up and everything happened. But there was nothing going into the season with this team, and everybody knew they were going to be bad. Just a matter well, but, yeah, how bad it's, they it's, were going to be.
1: But it's another thing. There was a brand new general manager. There's a brand new uh, head coach, brand new staff, and all that. So it, that that was a holdover. You know, a, a third year of that staff. Kenny in two thousand eight. This is this is the first five weeks of this staff. That's so, what I said, right? It, it's different. Right. That's what they, I said they it's looked, different. Followed, these guys came from programs that had came from teams that had expectations. They didn't think they were going to walk into zero and five.
0: Yeah, but they knew they weren't they walking into it. it. Look, they knew this was a rebuild. You can call it a retool. You can call it whatever you want.
1: No, I call it a rebuild. It was I, a look, rebuild. I agree with it, but that doesn't mean that they don't think that they can't take a team that was five and eleven and just absolutely uncompetitive on numerous Sundays, non compete. They had a non compete clause. And I don't think I haven't seen any of that in this team. I think they compete hard. It's not very good. And look at look at what's happened to them in the last two weeks. In one game in Chicago, in a span of about ten minutes, they lose their best pass rusher. And, and uh, Why are you bearing the that,
0: lead before I could get to those injuries. Why you got to bring up the injuries when you know I got that segment? No, I'm plan.
1: sorry. Go ahead. No, go
0: I'm ahead ready. and make, it, make your statement now. No, you no, you, you, done, do you Go ahead. You done took a segment and just want to hijack it. That's fine. Go ahead.
1: No, I didn't want to hijack <laughs> it. I don't
0: do that. <laughs> well, you know, we we're going to get to the injury part in a minute. Okay. Well, that's good. I, okay. I'm sorry. Right, Damn. All I'm all sorry. All right. So, anyway, they lost again on the last second. This is 1970, I don't want to see another game in probably two years of 1917. Either way, I don't like this. This is a. Uh, I don't like that score. That's a score that's off limits from this point on.
1: You know, when 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 the game against uh, Baltimore, when Turner lined it up, I thought I had about a two percent, you know, twinge in my that uh, he he just might make this, and he did. I, I fully expected uh, in the, the last one that he would make it. I really did. It's just the way it is. It's it's the way kickers are now. Distance doesn't mean anything unless you get to sixty, you know. Get to sixty yards, even then, it doesn't anymore. Look, we look, we saw Prater for eight years, I think it was. You see these other guys. they it, look, kicking is it's. These guys can last forever once they get in a the groove, they stay in it.
0: Well, I think they should start letting the players jump on the stack again because the kickers are getting too good. You know how you can come look, over I, to the center and you could like jump on a guy's back and hop up in there. I think they should start doing that because these kickers are getting too good. They're getting too good.
1: Well, I, I agree with that to a degree, but the one thing I hate about it, this is, and that's the thing I didn't like when they moved the extra point uh, 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 line back, is they're penalizing people for getting good at what they do. Yeah, well, you have
0: to because I, the kicker should not I, decide I, I, game.
1: I know. I get it. I get they it. They should not be deciding game.
0: Um All right, so anyway, let's get to the injury part. Um, they're going down like the Titanic. Week after week, they're going down <laughs> like the Titanic. You lost – well, you lost one last week that you didn't know you lost to today, but you – the day comes out that Frank Ragnar, you're all pro center. Probably the best center in the league is gonna be gone. Quintes Seafus got broken collarbone reminds me of the Charles Rogers injury, so he'll be gone probably for the year too. If he has to have surgery he'll probably be gone. If he doesn't, it's still, you know, eight weeks or whatever and then you don't wanna bring him back to maybe re injure it just you so just say he's gone for the year.
1: they're going fast and furious, Mike. Well Kenny I just I was gonna say when I when I uh when I spoiled the surprise, was that, uh, by the way, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, and have a nice Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what my your, you your presents are later. But anyway, in Chicago, within a span of about 10 minutes, as it turns out, they lose for the season their top pass rusher in Romeo O'Quara, and their best player, I think he's the best player on the team, uh, Frank Ragnow, to injuries, both both in the same game. And then one week later, uh, uh, Quintez Cephas is gone too. Not, I think it's for the year. We'll see, but but it's for a long time. Let's put it that
0: way. At the position that you really couldn't afford to lose players at. Wide what, receiver. A wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. he's a he's a he's a producer.
0: Yeah, and you
1: were one of the first people really to recognize him. I really, I'll give you credit for that.
0: Right, and then because th- if I don't, you will. Well, I'm gonna you go. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and then today, uh, Terrell Williams, the coach said, is not close to coming back. So. Wow. You know, I don't know what kind of concussion he got because I didn't see the hit. But man, that's a bad one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, obviously. that's not good. And he, he's hurt. He was hurt last year. That's why he, the Raiders let him go. And, you, and he's only on a one-year deal anyway, so it's going to become a point of diminishing returns on him. You know, if he doesn't get back in the next three or four weeks.
1: So, yeah, and I think who, who made the point though that when you all, all what you're doing now is shuffling people down into into or shuffling them up, I should say, into different roles. All of a sudden your number three receiver is a starter. So is your number four receiver. Number five is your is your slot receiver, something like that. And and you it it's it's gets harder and harder and harder. Now look, you're giving these guys experience like uh, uh Amon Ross Saint Saint Brown, look, I think he's given the Lions pretty good service. Nothing dynamic, but he said what, fourteen catches in the last two games? And he's hung on to the ball. He's made, made, made some contributions to that team. But it's not like having your starters just right. the way it is. Right.
0: Um, well, Trinity Benson, um, insert here, he uh, dropped uh, two balls. I, 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 that's my new favorite player because um, I, I'm waiting for him to do anything. I'm anything. So I'm going to be talking about him every week from this point on. Khalid Redman, he didn't catch a ball this week after having a great week lad the week before. Believe Raymond. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know that's the one thing. If you well, he, the the, developing players, he, I want to see some consistency.
1: Well, part of it is getting open and, and, and all that. But let's just keep in mind. Yeah, he had two touchdown catches the week before. They only had three catches. It's not like he was out there t- tearing up the I don't know. tearing up the I don't ball yard. that But he I don't look. Know. But give him credit. Give him credit. They got know. that one down the middle when he was wide open. And and. Yeah. Seems like a long time ago that the good stuff happened, doesn't mm-hmm.
0: it? Yeah, it does. And it's not gonna get any easier because uh, No you got Cincinnati. Even though I'm predicting, I'm telling you right now, they're gonna win this week. I'm predicting a victory this week. You're Cincinnati. reading my notes. Again. I'm predicting a victory this week at Cincinnati. Don't ask me oh, why. Come on. Logic should not say so. Because you're reading
1: my notes, that's right. why you thief.
0: Right. Thank you. <laughs> come on! That come I go out
1: for coffee. I come back. and okay, you steal my prediction.
0: Right now, I'm gonna give you a couple gonna, of this. Right, that's what I do. That's office. what I do. I'm gonna tell you a couple of <laughs> disappointments I got. You know, I wasn't a fan of <laughs> taking Hawkinson with the seventh pig. You know, I'm not a fan of taking tight ends. At high. you know, we've all well, heard the this the podcast. C8's, well, whatever. You know what I mean?
1: No, no, you not, know whatever.
0: what I mean? I am top team. All right, you get your accuracy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I
0: expect him to demand the ball more I expect that they I don't care what defense they put out there I'm going to get my best receiver of the ball and they're not doing that I don't know whose fault it is if it's Hawkinson's fault is it golf's fault is it the offensive coordinator Anthony Lynn's fault but I expect him to get more than two or three passes or three targets in a game
1: no I would agree with that and what's he got in the last in the last three games, he's got seven catches. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, that's it. Two, two, and three. Right, that is seven. Correct. Yeah, two, two, and three. If, if those are the right numbers, yeah. but yeah, it's so, certainly a lot less than averaging eight catches a game for the first two games. So, no, I, that's that that position, tight end, has underperformed in the last three weeks. Yeah, and it's not even the catches;
0: it's targets. They're not even targeting them, which means that. know what's well,
1: the story on that? I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that the, that the opposing teams are targeting him. And not letting them get the ball. Right. He had a couple. Of, he had a couple of chances to make, make what I would say like really good catches. Not great, but really good catches. And you, you want him to make those. Now he's done. And, you know, they've brought him in line a bit, quite a bit more to to Black yeah. because. And I look, look if we're looking for something good. By the way, what do you think about what the running backs are doing now? Yeah, well I was, well, I was I gonna in? get to that. I was gonna get to the running back. Okay, backs. good. Let's, get let's, to the running let's, backs. let's let's pass on that. But yeah. um
0: just I agree with the Hawkins Empire. But um that's something I wanna see. If you're gonna be a top 10 pick, you gotta you gotta you gotta demand that ball, man. You gotta get in there. So I wanna see that happen in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna get to golf last because I got some theories on golf. Let's oh, go to the boy. running backs. No, it's not bad. Let's go to the running backs. Okay. Um I don't think well, the way the game's being played. They're not getting the 100-yard rushers yet. But I think the running game will be suitable this year. Not with Ragnar, you know, that that takes a a lot of weight, too, and that's going to hurt. But the running game is adequate right now. I think they'll they'll be okay. They can be better, though. And I don't know – I want you to tell me, do you think the guys are getting enough lather? Because, you know, backs like to be fed the ball and to get their rhythm. And I don't think Swift gets it enough to get a rhythm. And Jamal Williams, he gets it enough for his skill level, I think. But if you want you know, Swift some, to do a lot of breaking, I think you got
1: to give him the ball more. You know, something that surprised me, because I, I went through this and checked this yesterday for, you know, I write a weekly column that I know that you read every week called What We Learned. And one of the things that, that I went and looked, and, and I didn't have any preconceived notion of whether I was right or wrong or knew, that we knew what the heck I was looking at, but I just wondered what the split was and how they're, how they're divvying up the time. And it's almost two thirds of the snaps for for Swift and one third uh, for uh, Jamal Williams. I thought it would, I thought it would be closer to something like 55-45 because that's just the way it seems. Uh, but where they're really where they're getting the payoff more than anything is in the receiving yards from from DeAndre Swift. Now, I don't have the stats right in front of me, but it's it's something like 200 and. 245 yards, something like that, for Williams, and 190. In fact, it is 190 right on the button for Swift. But when you get into the re- receptions, it's like two and a half to one for for DeAndre Swift. And I think, I think, get him out in space. That's really where he's good. Like the touchdown he scored to, to make it, you know, to bring him within one on Sunday. He gets him, gets, gets his shoulders turned and and running downhill. He is so nimble, especially inside the ten, inside the twenty. Couldn't touch him on that touchdown.
0: Yeah, it's a good dilemma to have, but I, I just think that I know you want to preserve backs and you don't want to run them in the ground. You don't, that's you know, part of it, yeah. But you got to give them a little bit more. I just think that like but, 11 but, carries but, 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 but is not a lot. Is, but
1: thing, yeah, but between the two of them, they're getting about 21, 22, 23 carries a game, and that's for a lot of teams that ride one back, that's what they get. And so these they're, they're splitting it up with two and and I think I think it's fair to say that Jamal Williams is doing a little more of the heavy work. I think uh, I think Swift uh, fewer carries. I think he's I think he's got a chance to break more plays, especially when he's in the game. You know, like I said, it's about sixty seven percent of the snaps compared to thirty three percent for Williams. That's mm-hmm. that's
0: two to one. I want to see more of those running runs from that receiver that comes around on there. You know, on that that option fake. You know they, they have not really gave that ball to that guy a lot. You know they always give it to no. Williams up the middle or whatever. But I want to see him. whatever well, really don't have a guy to do it. I guess maybe that's the problem. But you got to give it to him to keep the defensive honest. And hopefully one of those will break because Mike. I'm a, I, in my research, the longest Lions run this year is in the 20s. They don't have a. They're not. They're lo, like lowest in impact runs. They don't have a breakout back yet. They don't have a big gainer, and I don't know what the well, reason for that
1: is. Well, I think there's another thing you don't see, too, with this with this team either. You don't see passes over the top. And so I think, and I, I'm not positive this is the fact, but I'm pretty sure it is, you're just seeing the safeties creep up closer and closer and Man, closer. Man, those safeties are and
0: wearing they're 70s they so close to the line. You might think they were <laughs> lying. You know,
1: you're right about that. And I agree. And Until so you those safeties will th-
0: move back. Right. But who are
1: you going to throw it to? I mean, look, I, like I say, I like St. Brown, the rookie fourth-round draft But He's not, he's a, not a deep – No, he's, he's a not a deep draft. He's a possession he's guy. He's a good possession guy. Look, right. this is a kid. He's going to play 8, 10, 12 years in the league.
0: He yeah. really is. Yeah. But he's not going to
1: scare the heck out of anybody. No. And he'll, he could be a high-volume high volume receiver. He'll be your Danny be Amendola type rating. on your team. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you know,
0: 60 catches, you know, four-point, whatever, you know, whatever. He'll, he'll be that guy, which is fine. Look, that, that's fine. That wasn't his job. Trinity Benson, where are you? That's one of the guys I'm looking for. It's supposed to be this deep threat
1: when you got him. I'm still looking for him. Trinity Benson, where are you? I think he, I think he had one less snap or the same number of snaps against in this, in this last game. Uh, uh, one less than, than Jamal Williams did. That surprised me because I didn't even notice him until – until dropped he dropped the ball. the
0: ball, right. Well, that's the only time you're noticing him lately. But anyway, I, like I told you, I'm going to give him a little break because he was new here, but that break is coming to an end, man. Uh, the well,
1: new here, but, but, but football is football. It's not like he's done anything exotic. I understand, exotic that he I not so easy Maybe on these he games. wants
0: to be – maybe he just hasn't just got <laughs> comfortable yet. Yeah, look, look, I give all <laughs> young, und- players, I give young players a break for at least three or four weeks, but after that, yeah. just, I'm on him.
1: Hey, well, he's not that young either. This is his third year in the league. He never played a game, no. But he, but he, but he's around. and He's back. I, I know. But right. he never plays. He knows the, the league. All right, but he's on the he's on the
0: stage now. He ain't in rehearsal. So give him that. Right now, defensively, Tracy Walker finally shows up. Tracy Walker. If he plays like that, that's one less safety you have to worry about in the off season. So we'll are you saying he played? He played his best game in game number five. Played his best game in two seasons. Well, He played okay, his best game check. in two seasons.
1: Hold on a second. Uh, hey, everybody, we're going to check back in 2023 to see how he does at his next great game. Right. He no, played I, his I, best I, game in two years. I, I think he's got some promise there, I really do. I think it's 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 been somewhat unfulfilled, but I think it's in him. I really do. I think he wants it to be good. I think he works at being good. It just hasn't quite worked out uh, to the degree that he would like it, and I'm sure the organization as well. But but it's there. It it really is there. What Tracy wants. Well, this it is really what's gonna is. happen.
0: He's either gonna build a brick on a brick from this point on, or he falls back to what he was, and then you're gonna be looking for replacements in the off season because this is he's gonna build a gonna make brick a, on a brick. You know, you put your first brick in, which was this game, and you put your next brick on top, and then next thing you know, you got a house. What I'm saying is, he's either <laughs> go he's either gonna build a house, or you're gonna be looking for somebody else next year.
1: Where did you get
0: that one? Look, man, that's that's an old school analogy. When you build bricks on I bricks. I look. I'm 20 years older than you. I'm <laughs> so don't tell me. Um, wa- now I got to get my names right because this always happens. The defensive what? tackle, second round pick. Um, let me get oh, the Levi name. Uh, a Levi Anjorike showed up. Anurike. I thought he played. Yeah, yeah. I thought he played good. I, I thought too, this yeah. was the start of him, you know, getting more healthy and coming back. Your third-round pick, felt- McNeil,
1: played good again. So the the, the draft picks are playing. plan. Uh, when McNeil, though, got reduced down to like 12, 13, 14, 15 snaps. I was, when I looked at that last night, I was surprised. Because, look, when you're watching a game, I'm not recording snaps and all that. I'm just just looking at the game. But he he had a snap count.
0: Nah, you're looking at it wrong. Mike. Mm-hmm. I got it right here. He had 24 snaps last night. I mean, game. You sure you're looking at the right one? Yeah, I'm looking at 24. But that's lower than usual because uh, 67 they play 67 plays on defense. You sure that it's not? Well, okay, I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, 24, 36% is what his rate was, which is not bad oh. for a nose tackle. No, it's not awful. i yeah. to look at something wrong. You might have been looking at Pennacini. He plays 16 snaps at nose, which is <laughs> and, up for him oh, good
1: And good snaps, and he, he should get more. Well,
0: the, the, between the two of them, though, I think that – you got a nice little thing going in those. That's a nice little thing going in those. And McNeil, like I said, he's only getting better than me. I, I thought he played stout.
1: And What about Charles Harris? Four games, four sacks, four in a row.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. But he had a big penalty. Big penalty He had a big penalty. Big yeah. penalty in that game. Um, defense, like I said, line is playing good. Linebackers, outside of Derrick Barnes, I'm looking at the, and some of the people that are talking about uh, they've graded him. Outside of Derek Barnes missing that one tackle for that 50 yard game, Oh. He played pretty good, though. They said he played. He graded man. well. It was just that one play. Who said? Who's, who it? I was him? looking at Football Focus on their grades. So he he graded pretty well to them, but he missed that one tackle, which is oh, you can't miss. A whiff. That, can't was a miss. No, that was a no. That was a no-gainer or a minus two-yard loss. He throw the game there, to oh. He just missed. He just missed. Well,
1: how could he miss? I know. I'm just saying. He just missed. It's not. It's not like he's going after after. A a butterfly in the wind. Come on. Well,
0: that's it for the defense and offense. Um, it's going to be a tight fight, Mike, with these injuries coming, and I, I, you don't see the Lions using any capital to pick up anybody, right? We just, you just see them riding it out for the rest of the year with what they got. Having. Oh, I think so. Pickups unless, off like, waivers if somebody gets cut. I,
1: I don't, I, I don't think it really serves them any, does any real value for them to pick up like, let's just say a Michael Brackers who's over the hill. Michael Brackers isn't. And for like the, like the last nine games, because you're not going to get any development out of him. He's going to be here. and just, like a, I'm not talking about Michael Brockers. I'm just talking about a player like that who is over the hill. I don't think that does, any, does them any, 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 any real advantage out of it, Kenny, because there's no long-lasting value for it. You're not going to be part of your team even next year. So I think mean, you got to be careful with that. I think they got a really good deal when they got Brockers. He's a leader. He's a good player. And 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 good to have them, but but I just I wouldn't want to see them start adding players like that who aren't productive.
0: No, nah, that's what I said. You might as well go. With I that. hope that
1: makes sense because I'm not knocking on unless
0: basketball. it's a wide receiver that can help you next year.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, right. I said, look, if it's, if it's a guy who fits into your plans, yes, you
0: Yeah, But I mean, even who an can older fit into player, your plans. an older player. For example,
1: yeah. I've saw on Twitter a couple of guys asked me on Twitter would I sign uh, uh, Golden Tate? No. I'm a big Golden Tate fan. Look, he had 590 catch seasons, I think, yeah. something like that. But what's what's the payoff next year? Right. There right. just isn't there. You got
0: a Golden Tate on your team now. What do you need him for? St. Brown. You got a Golden Tate. You got a guy that you're going to develop to try to be a Golden Tate. So why would you and, go out and get an older one that's right. going to you know, stunt the growth of the one you're trying to develop?
1: By, by the way, Golden Tate was a guy that uh, supposedly – one of the receivers that Matthew Stafford never made any better. We'll don't get that. me going on that. I'm not going to okay. tell you. Anyway, former uh, Michigan player now working in the morning. Oh, morning yeah. radio. Okay. Well, good name luck. one player. Good luck to him. I yeah. was out of. I was out of breath luck. when I got done good answering, luck, answering yeah. the
0: radio. Well, evidently they don't have stats over there. Or have uh They don't have the access to the internet then. Um, access. Oh, well, access to the TV. <laughs> I'm saying, get get on my off TV. The couch, man. <laughs> 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 don't get me going. We we'll have access to the internet. Um, all right. So that's it for the Lions. I don't want to talk about Cincinnati coming up. We'll just see. That's I'm predicting victory. I'm predicting okay, I, victory.
1: Yeah, I I went through some of their stuff last night and again today, and I'll tell you what, they got a great, great young tandem in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase quarterback receiver. They played together in, in uh, LSU the year they won the National Championship two years ago.
0: Man, the yeah. other receiver's not bad either. Don't leave him out. The other Who's young that? guy, T. Higgins, man. They got a no, two young no, receivers, I man. I
1: know. I but know. What's the last home the, game the
0: Lions won? Quickly, off the top of your head.
1: The last home game they won? Yeah.
0: Last time before, they actually won a game. Come on. Quickly. 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 I don't know. I know when it was because I had COVID then. It was the, Wasn't the was it the Washington game? And yeah, that was the it was, last second right, field yeah. goal? I remember I was yeah, dying yeah. on the couch with COVID, delirium, watching that game. And I think because when I got healthy again, they never well, won another game. What if, if
1: you had delirium, what makes you
0: think they won? I, Mike, <laughs> never saw the field goal go through. Never saw it go through. I just heard. I just heard Prater, and I heard it was long. That's all I can remember, yeah. man. But that, I think that was really. the last home game they won. That that was what last November.
1: Well, listen. You know, one of the things that I've been harping on for the last few years is how they they don't make Port Field home field advantage, and the same thing with the NFC North Division games. And they're already zero three in the division. They've lost all. They've lost all three of their division games. Now, it's not going to matter to them in terms of the race because they're not going to be in no. it, but it matters. It really does. Well, they're going to win
0: a game. They should have won that, um, what's-the-name game, the uh, Chicago game. But they'll win a division game this year.
1: And they will well,
0: break their home street snap Sunday.
1: Well, I hope so. You know, look, it would be good for them because, I, I really, having having gone through it, but watched the team go. I didn't personally go through it, but having covered the team when they went through the 2008 and 16 it's awful. It really yeah. is. It's just –
0: it's, but we never exhausting. thought they were going to do it until after the Minnesota game. I think after the uh, Lasky stepped out of bounds, that's when I said, "No, that was that was the good. early
1: Minnesota game." Kenny. I know. I'm saying really, that's when
0: I really thought that they were. They it was a possibility because uh, remember, remember early it, in the season, if my wasn't that the year that Kidna went out early?
1: He went out after three games, right. I think, with a back injury. But
0: wasn't one of those games the the, the uh, concussion game where they all barely lost? Was that the same season? See, I thought they, they were close to winning games early in that year.
1: Well, the, the Minnesota game when, when the twelve to ten loss to the Vikings and Orlovsky ran out of the back on the on the safety, but the killer was, and this gets overlooked because Orlovsky's a good target for everybody. But uh, the killer was fourth down interference call against the Detroit Lions. Replay, no contact. Right. A phantom call. Right. Game over. Right. Lions ball. Kneel down three times, go home, and you're one and five, or whatever it was. Yeah, that was a travesty. Right. A travesty of officiating.
0: So I don't see that team. But then again, like you say, man, the way these, if they keep getting injuries, then things happen. But I don't see 0 and 17. I just, you just, you win -win one game by accident.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see any team go through that. Any group of players, even the fans. That'd be some payoff for the fans, too. They, 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 good money. They get dressed up to go to the games on Sunday, expecting a good show. And then it's the same old thing. it right. look, it'd be a good game, and you win it. That's that's different. Like, for example, that joint was rocking for the Ravens game. It really was. Well, let's see it was how loud it was. Fun. It let's was see Friday. how it
0: does Sunday because uh, yep,
1: we'll see.
0: But the, you know, Cincinnati when they come to town, it also brings in the what famous game happened at the Sil- at the uh, Ford Field with Cincinnati? the
1: Miller Midland- Man, Man- Mar- Mars <laughs>
0: game. That's right. That's what yeah. that's what I was thinking about today. I said the Miller Man Mars game was uh Cincinnati coming well, to town, so I don't think it
1: was as big as, as the radio station pr- promoted it to be, but well, it was something. It was something. All it right, something. before
0: we go, Mike, I want to talk about John Gruden, who uh, John quit Gruden, last good night. Good uh, nah, see, this is my problem, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm a deep. Well, thinker. I, I didn't
1: like him before, though. Well, I didn't, well,
0: like I didn't him either. Before. Like, I didn't care for him either, But this is my deep thinker, the deep thinker, KB. You guys are killing John Gruden today. All national media, like if you didn't like him before and you don't like him now, like you and me, it's it's fine. Don't come piling on the John Gruden thing today about bad, bad man, blah, blah, blah. Mike, let me ask you a question. This was emails they were discovered, right? Correct. He sent these emails to somebody, right? Correct. Why aren't we talking about the person he sent them to? Because if you accepted these emails and read them and didn't do anything, you're just as guilty as John Gruden.
1: I don't agree that you're just as guilty. You might have you're some guilt. But not, not you're You're just same as relatives. guilty. No. If
0: I accept somebody talking that no. way around me without without me saying anything back to him, and this happened in my life a lot of times when guys be talking out the side of their mouth, and I say, man, that's a, I don't want to hear that. That's unacceptable. I don't I don't even want that around me. Now, the person, the president of the Redskins, whatever he sent them to, he's just as culpable. Just as culpable because he accepts. Because, Mike, if you are... Comfortable enough to send those in an email to somebody, you're comfortable enough to know that they accept that type of behavior.
1: I told you, you know, I'm a deep I think, thinker, you man. You know I told you I'm yeah, deep You know, I've given a deep thought for eleven <laughs> seconds. I think you're right, but I don't think it's the same level. But there is some culpability. But you know what? Are we supposed to turn in everybody who sends us an email that we don't Not turn in,
0: but say something back to the person. Cuz like I said, if you would have said something back well, to did, them, it would have been
1: did. one or two emails
0: and then they would have stopped because you were like, I'm not accepting this from you. But evidently did, but did, this was like a, a treasure trove of emails going between the two of them. But did, did we see the
1: did we see the responses?
0: We That's what, what I want to see next. That's my whole point. Yeah. If, if, if you, if there's some responses where he said, cut it out, then I'll take back everything I just said, but it seems like they kept coming, Mike. It wasn't like he was being, uh, you know, denied sending them. And number two, on top of that, after that fact, I want to know why the owner who this whole investigation was about, they just whitewashed his crime and got rid of it. moved him out the way. You don't think any of these things that they're finding out has something to do with Daniel Snyder, but they don't want to put out. See, the league well, put this stuff out
1: and to get Gruden out of there. Well, this is from the New York Times, but look, this is a this is an investigation. We'll see what happens when it's over. That's
0: but the all. investigation wasn't about Gruden. Gruden just got caught up in it. They weren't even looking for anything okay. from it.
1: Okay, that that's that. So what, it's fair game. I know it's you know, fair game,
0: the but the 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 person who should be investigated. They were trading pictures of cheerleaders in bottoms, just bottoms, going on and stuff. You don't think that Daniel Snyder knew anything about or had anything in this whole thing? And the way they just gave the team to his wife and moved him out the way and didn't put out any of the evidence they had against him, I just don't like. I don't. If you're gonna be fair and you're gonna punish one person, you got to punish them all. I'm
1: not looking. You're you're letting you're letting Gruden off the hook, and I don't think that. The, no, I'm the, the no, no, I'm there's there's not, no letting, him off the not right. letting him off the hook. There's no wiggle room on this.
0: Not letting him off the hook. The, the, okay. the Michelin tire thing was bad enough. Yeah. But you know what? He might have been able to survive that. And Mike, don't say it. Oh, the Michelin yeah, tire thing say. was bad enough. <laughs> he might have been able to get off the hook. I like, tell you what, there were sympathetic parties to him Tony Dungy. Um, there were a couple others that were sympathetic to him, uh, Mike Tarico. And they were going to get, he might have got a pass on the first one. It was close. He yeah. was close to getting away with it. His excuse about – that people talking about rubber tires, rubber rubber talking, you know, just garbage. But anyway, then they released another trove. See, that's why – man, I don't know if the New York Times did it or whoever's doing it, but they wanted him New out York after Times. that. Yeah, but, you know, they could have released all those in one time. They released them after the fact because they would seen that the first batch didn't get him in the trouble they wanted him to get into – that media manipulation bothers me, even though I'm not letting Gruden off the hook for anything because he's not a good guy. When Keyshawn Johnson says, when yeah. Keyshawn Johnson, who is not a great guy himself, gets the moral authority over you, you know you got problems.
1: Well, and also one thing though that's that that rubbed a lot of players the wrong way when Tony Dungy got fired and they brought in and brought in Gruden, and for a lot of reasons, uh, and. You know, Tony had a nice run, a really nice run at at, at Tampa Bay, and, and got him got him close. Just could not get over the hump. Yeah. Well, and players look. Players admired Tony, and they still do.
0: Is he done in this league, Gruden?
1: Oh, absolutely. Here's just uh, absolutely. No, no, of course he is. Absolutely. Okay. no, absolutely
0: he's here because everybody has. I've no, seen guys come back from a lot. So okay, absolutely. Okay. No, no, is it's he,
1: absolutely. But but here's the here's the irony in this to me. The Oakland Raiders, the Los Angeles Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, whatever they are, have been one of the most progressive team uh, franchises in the National Football League, promoting women. Amy Trask, the president, I think she was a president or whatever, executive director, the first African-American head coach in, in ages. Right. And they—that's a, 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 a Hispanic head coach. Yeah, first they, one, they Flores. Been in a, they've been in first, maybe only. I Well, no, it's not the only anymore. No, Flores down down at, in Miami's in there.
0: You mean? Um, uh, no, Ron Rivera. Brian Flores. Ron in Rivera,
1: Miami, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and Ron Rivera. Yeah, okay. I don't Flores, think. I that, think
0: Florida Miami's coach is black.
1: I don't think so. Yes, well,
0: trust me. I've been to the meeting.
1: I, I think he's. <laughs> I've right, been to he, the meeting. He's, he's, no. <laughs> he showed me his pass card. Well, so anyway. I'm we'll, well, we'll look it up and see that I'm right next week. All right. But they've been, they've been in the forefront of this, and this just kind of tears that down.
0: Well, they, no, they handled their business, man. I mean, I don't you. this can't be a, um, a Oakland Raider problem or an L.A. Raider or a Vegas Raider problem because all this stuff happened when he was doing TV. I know. All this stuff happened when he was out of the game. I mean, he was bad. It wasn't. So they handled their business. Like they said, they, they got away from it. I have no problem with the Raiders.
1: I don't either. I'm just yeah. saying that this casts a light on them. That's nothing to
0: do with it. My last question, though, is he done in TV?
1: Oh, absolutely. Of course. Okay. Okay. Now, I like your he absolutes can, here you giving out. But, here, but here's what he can do, that well, like we're doing right now. Anybody can do it do his own podcast. Yeah, he can do that. He's but I'm just saying. Of course. But you're talking but I'm about, talking about the, your big. Network,
0: you know, he was the big, big wheel on TV before he went back into coaching. Yeah, No, he's done. Okay. He's absolutely All right. done. All right. There's no redemption.
1: Uh, maybe on Sunday. It depends how much he puts <laughs> in the
0: basket. I, I'm telling you right now, he will be back doing one or the other within five years. If he wants to. Well,
1: Kenny, come on. If he doesn't do it, then he's going to say he didn't want to. No, do. I'm talking about. It. You're giving yourself an out Okay, put that it was like was this. So okay, odd.
0: I'm not going to give myself an there. He'll be back doing <laughs> one or the other in five years. Cause this country has a attention span of a, a nanosecond, you know. And if he didn't kill anybody, or there's no videotape, don't. I'm telling you right now, and this is the Gary Moeller theory of Kim Brown. If there's no video audio tape of anything you do, you can get by it. You can get by right. it eventually.
1: I have a call. I have a tea time. Okay, let's, All right. let's wrap. All right. Okay, I'm
0: right. okay with you. That's fine. Go hit. Go hit the little white ball. That's why I hope I can. Go hit the little Goodbye. white ball. My game stinks. Hit the little white ball in the big hole, Mike.
1: Thank you very much. (laughs)
0: All right, we'll talk next week. That's the KD Podcast. Kim Brown, uh, WGI Radio. Watch us, uh, T.J. Hawkinson on Mondays. Michael Hare, read his stuff at DetroitLions.com, where he will give you very, very, very special analysis of the Detroit Lions as we look for that first win. See you guys next week.